You're now tuned in to the Own Your Power radio show with holistic business coach and author Simone Kelly Brown. We'll help you transform your passion into the lifestyle you deserve. Identify your purpose and uncover your greatness. Live your life with vision and prosperity. Receive guidance from our experts who will help you improve your life personally and professionally. Tune into the shows that cover personal growth, health and wellness, and business development to emerge into a new you now. Anything you want, it's attainable. It's time to own your power. Sometimes you can even fake if you're doing something other than what you What's like up, Power Plays? You're in the right place if you're ready to own your power. I'm Coach Simone Kelly, holistic business coach and life coach with Own Your Power Communications. Our radio show and coaching programs are designed to help you live the life that you deserve. Make some noise, studio! Yeah. I'm so happy to see my handsome Puerto Rican brother from the Bronx, Herman Dubois, back in the house. What's good, y'all? Ooh, ooh! What's up, Armand? Chilling, chilling. It's been a minute. I know. I thought I was gonna have to replace you with a uh, never, Zay, never, Zay never, Live. Never. Don't even, don't, don't <laughs> even, don't even joke like that. Zay Live, good looking out for the cover up, but uh, replace now. He does a really good Armand impression. I'm sure. Impression. I'm it's sure he does. I'm gonna have to start hilarious. working on impressions on him because he's yeah. the only one that's yeah, always got, cracking jokes, jokes on people for days. He goes, for days. Uh, "Hello, Simone." He does like this extra like. But the thing he made me sound like Pepper Le Pew. Yeah, like I got nothing to do with like that. He makes you sound like what's the guy the most extraordinary man in the world? The most interesting man in the world. The second man. I don't even have an. I, uh, I don't yeah. hear it. I hear Spanish Stere- so, slightly, so, so stereotypical. He does so it a little bit more. But um, like the day that you, you, you had to work late and you texted me, he mm-hmm. was right next to me and you texted me. Mm-hmm. And um, it was like, sorry, hon, I'm running running late. And he was like, sorry, hon, I cannot make it to the party. He's doing a voiceover for someone that don't need a voiceover, but it's funny. It's so like, good. Wow, it's so he's good. Like, he's, he's a great he's No, he's a great good. He's good. The topics we did, we did. Um, Big Brother is watching. Mm-hmm. So those topics were like all mm-hmm. in his. He loved doing them because That's, he's you know he's an IT background. Yeah, he's for sure. For sure. And stuff. For sure. The last show we did was about um, <laughs> aliens and chemtrails. Yes, <laughs> so you wouldn't you wouldn't have been able to hang with that. No, nah, I'm, I'm gonna pass on that. <laughs> it was really that. interesting. It was really really educational. And I mean, do you know about chemtrails? Do you know what they are? Negative. Okay, well, listen to the show. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's about when the, the planes spray chemicals in the air there's, there's actual proof it's not just some made mm-hmm. up fairy tale stuff mm-hmm. um there's a lot of science behind the things that they're actually spraying in, into the, the the different communities particularly we don't know for sure mm-hmm. but we talked about that and we have did they cover the, um, the when, they, when they're spraying over farms and produce and no you know, like it was talking about spraying sp- over specific spray <laughs> causing different illnesses and yeah. magnesium like they've actually studied the things that are coming out of coming out, yeah. And then we actually had also um, somebody that worked with the CIA, um, mm-hmm. one, a, a friend of mine who was anonymous for the show, mm-hmm. and he gave a lot of insight on it too. So it was it was very interesting. The aliens was a whole nother. When I tell you when we went there, it was like whoa. So if you missed that show, you wanted to tune in and go to the <laughs> Own Your Power uh, Lifestyle dot com site and go to radio and listen to the show called Big Brothers Watching. Um, there's a one, part one and part two, so make sure you listen to that. 
So um, um, if you are new to the family, we want to thank you and welcome you to listening to the Own Your Power Radio Network. We have thousands of listeners worldwide, and we want to um, help help you learn more about how to improve your, your life on a personal and professional level. And you can do that by going to our blog, um, checking out all the articles we have. We have loads of videos. Just go to our website, ownyourpowerlifestyle.com, and you'll find out a lot more about what we're going to be doing. Tonight we're talking actually about how to um, have a startup success, how to have startup, startup success secrets. Mm-hmm. We're going to be talking about that, so I'm really excited about that today, tonight's show. We have in the house um, um, Anne-Marie Anne Sorrell. Um, when I see Sorrell, I, want, I think of Sorrell, you know, Jamaican. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's the president and CEO of Mosaic, and um, actually we have also Latoya Sturrup, who is um, the digital media manager for Mosaic, but she's also an independent contractor. She has um, her own business as well. So really, really uh, lots of um, information is going to be shared tonight. And um, I'm also going to be a part of something that they're working on. So I'm really excited that um, they brought me on board. So, yeah. I learned a new term. um, and Maybe it's not new to folks in your world, but Mm -hmm. um, threading. And I was at a meeting with uh, a foundation talking about how we were going to use the resources that they were providing us. And um, I asked for them to identify the other groups that they've given resources to. Mm-hmm. And they identified that. I said, oh, well, great. Well, we will be able to do X, Y, and Z. And in addition, work with those other groups. And they refer to the process as threading because it was sort of like giving the maximum return on their investment. Because we're not only helping our cause, but our cause is going to allow us to help the other causes that they're also supporting. So mm-hmm. I just learned um, a new word too. I never heard that before. Threat, I've been using I call it, it win win. You know, I mean, I mean, <laughs> you scratch my back, I scratch the, yours. You know, there's the own your power glossary of terms, <laughs> and then there's you know the rest of the business world. But yeah, so threading, I think, it leads a lot to when you talk about being able to work with them on a project. Right. Um, in addition to right, you're kind of cross cross benefiting. So right. To speak. And it, it actually, well, we'll talk about when it come back when we come back from break because we're gonna go over time as, right. usual, as I, usual. I talk too much. I'm sorry. As usual, we'll be right back with the Own Your Power Lifestyle Show after these messages and some music. It's time to pay those bills.
If you're like me, you love to hold on to your cash and use it for basic needs like the light bill, water bill, and yeah, maybe even the mortgage or the rent. That's pretty much all that I use cash for since I get almost everything on barter. In a typical month, I get my hair done, eyebrows waxed, printing services, massages, business coaching, personal assistance from my companies, social media marketing, and more, all on barter. Oh, and did I mention travel? Yes, to many different exotic locations like Costa Rica and Barbados on barter. I literally save thousands a year, and I'd love to help you do the same. All you have to do is join the Give and Take Network at www.giveandtakenetwork.org. That's give, the letter N, takenetwork.org. When you join Give and Take, you'll learn how to generate more business, reduce your overhead, and save cash. Barter is definitely smarter, and don't let anyone tell you any differently. Join us today at giveandtakenetwork.org. This segment was brought to you by Constant Contact. Learn how to grow your business with the Constant Contact Toolkit. Sign up today by texting OYP to 22828. That's OYP to 22828 to register for the mailing list. Once you're a customer, Coach Simone will contact you and set up your complimentary training on marketing strategies and branding for your email campaigns. Once again, it's Constant Contact where you can connect, inform, and grow. This is attorney Marlon Hill coming to you live from the Media 55 studios on the Own Your Power Network. Check us out live online. Welcome back to the Own Your Power Lifestyle Show. I'm Coach Simone Kelly in the living room with Herman Duval. Mm -hmm. And tonight we are talking about startup success secrets. I probably shouldn't have did that title all these essays novelists. <laughs> you can laugh, you know. Welcome, and, and, welcome and, to the show, guys. <laughs> and the fact that there's so many, there's such a play on words with that because we are talking about business, but you could totally apply that to a lot of different things. We really? Don't keep the business focused. Startup success. Hey, yeah. like, sometimes <laughs> just a startup is is, is yeah, could be. There. I'm just saying. Sometimes so people, sometimes brothers bypass the startup and they uh -huh. they get right to the let's go for success. And I'm like, yeah. brother, you you failing before you started. Oh boy. <laughs> Sad part is I've I've become. In fact, you agree is that you agree because you know I'm right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay. mm -hmm. Anyway, tonight's <laughs> show was talking about business, and in the house we have. And Marie Sorrell. Welcome. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> Is it Annie or Anne? It's Anne. Anne oh. Marie. Mm -hmm. Okay, good. I was make sure I'm calling you right and, now. And I am Jamaican, by the way, so the sorrow oh, does apply. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I can't yeah. help myself. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, tell us about your business really quickly what Well, I'm president of the Mosaic Group And we're a full service marketing, public relations, event management And government relations firm um, In August we'll be celebrating our 10th year oh, nice. started wow. in Thank you And we uh, started in West Palm Beach We work all over the Tri-County, the state of Florida As well as in the Caribbean So, And looking to expand and grow as we continue to move forward yeah. so really excited um got a lot of great projects that we're working on and hopefully we'll be able to share some of that with you later in the show that's Absolutely. why you're here and uh we have latoya Starup, who is a longtime friend of, of abonia power uh so latoya tell us what you do oh do a lot let's see um been in advertising for over 10 years and i'm a newbie 
to the whole entrepreneur scene. Been on my own for about two years now, and okay. it's fantastic. I love it. I can just say from being an independent consultant and being able to pick the projects that I want to work on, it's awesome. So um, co-founder of Digital Grass, which is a tech accelerator, also working with Mosaic. Well, slow down. Tech accelerator. Explain what that is for people yeah. that don't know. Accelerates technology. Come on now. <laughs> not, not explain it. <laughs> well, we work with startups, so basically helping them to move from beginning to end in terms okay. of their process and augmenting their teams with our skill sets. So, example, Anne-Marie, myself, and we have about eight other people who are part of our team. Mm -hmm. We all have different skill sets. So, depending on what you need for your startup, we can insert ourselves and help you to, you know, flesh out your idea, whether it's PR, marketing, building your website, helping you with development, or even just strategy and project management, which is my area. Um, You know, we can just come in and help you get that done. Outsourcing. Uh-huh. And making your company look bigger than it really is. Exactly. Awesome. Exactly. I love that. Yes. So uh, I want to just know what are some of the, your favorite reasons for being an entrepreneur? Why do you love being an entrepreneur? Oh. Ooh, I would have to start with creative freedom is probably my uh, number one reason. Just having a ability to create and um, having autonomy on your own. Something that when you do work in a corporate setting, for example, mm-hmm. sometimes you're kind of locked into that task or that position and you're not able to think big picture or look at a big picture or even expand outside of that. So um, being able to have that creativeness and that opportunity to be innovative without really any limits is um, one of my favorite things about being an entrepreneur. Yeah, and I would have to say for me, it was time. I just felt like being an employee, my time didn't belong to me. Right. So I wanted to be able to control my day a lot more and pick what I wanted to work on and being able to say, today I want to focus on this. So it's, it's creative freedom, of course, but really it was about being able to control my day. So what, for both of you, was the, you know, aha moment when you decided, you know, I'm, it's, I've, I'm time, it's time, I can, <laughs> I'm ready to take that step of faith or because let's face it, I mean, uh, you go out on your own, and most folks may have the skill set, but haven't really made that tr- prepared for that yeah. transition. And so, but yeah, they get to that point. And it's like that's it, no more. Can't right. take it. I'm out. If you can share a little bit about what that was for each of you. Well, I know for me, I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur. It's been in me since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, but the straw that broke the camel's back, so to speak, was one of my last employers. I worked in real estate when the market was just about to crash. Mm -hmm. And um, I just had a really bad experience with my manager. He just did not want to see me succeed and go to the next level and just made my day every single day like a living hell. Excuse my French. Mm -hmm. And so at at that point when... (laughs) Speak French fluently. Go ahead. um, At the point when we parted ways, it was like, you know, I really don't want to... I was finishing up my MBA and I was like, I don't want to go back into the world where I'm working for someone. So what can I do to um, start my own business? What are the things that I love? It wasn't in real estate. I know I didn't want to sell houses. And so one of the things that I found through community outreach and service that I had been doing, volunteering, was I served on a lot of committees where I planned a lot of events and help nonprofits market and plan their events. And so Which that's really how cool. I know you worked on nonprofits. We've been doing a whole nonprofit series on here. So. Oh, absolutely. We'll there are. <laughs> so um, from that, looking at that as a passion and being, you know, someone that's just always been engaged in the community and really love being involved in the community. That was the thing that said, you know, what? I really like this part of um, my volunteer work. How can I turn this into a business? And through my volunteer work, I actually met my business partner who we were, we served on two different boards and worked in different nonprofits together as volunteers. And I was like, look, you're smart, 
creative, and innovative, and seem pretty trustworthy. Let's go into business together. So we started this company as a event managing event management firm for nonprofit organizations, and we've just taken off from there. Good for you. Ten years, good for you. Ten years, you said right. Ten years. Yes. Very good. So for me, I would say, um, well, number one, I've retired three times. (laughs) So this is my retired. That's what we call retired. That's what I'm calling it. Retired. Um, And to a certain extent, I think. I definitely was one of those coming out of college, climbing the corporate ladder type of a thing. I went to work at Ogilvy in New York, a really big ad agency. So I was on that whole idea of let me get in, let me climb it, become that black CEO of a really big um, ad agency in New York. And then I just saw how it works, and I got turned off. And it was um, not that there's nothing wrong with the company. I love it. Ogilvy was great. It was a great training experience. But I just kind of got to see how corporate structure is. And with that, I just felt like I just needed to be able to have my own freedom. So from there, moving through different things, um, I just made it happen. And this last employer, it was the point where I just felt like I was constricted with what I could do. And I was starting to get involved with a lot of things locally. And I just felt that my time could be better used in other ways and not necessarily being an employee. So So since each of you had these moments in relatively different periods of time, maybe you can reflect a little bit back on what was sort of one of the toughest times. Now you've made this jump. Now you're like, okay, I'm I'm Miss Entrepreneur. I'm doing my thing. Oh man! And then boom, you hit your first wall, or you hit your first point of like maybe second, maybe doubting yourself, or or wondering that I make the right decision, that I should have stayed and deal with the corporate nonsense and get that to check every two weeks or whatever it was? Well, for me, I I hit a few different walls. Um, The first thing was I had just closed on my home, my brand new home that was built from the ground up. That was her last real estate transaction. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And um, in between starting the business, I moonlighted with another company for about a year. Mm -hmm. And I got laid off from that company the week that I closed on my house. Mm. And I picked up the newspaper and started circling jobs. And I remember uh, my mom being like, okay, are you going to go out and look for another job? And I literally, just the thought of it made me Mm. throw the newspaper in the trash. And I was like, no. The Mosaic Group has started. And we have a couple of clients. They're not huge paying clients, but they're clients. And I think we can grow this. And I was like, no, I'm going to step out on faith. And I'm not looking back. And that was the thing that... Mm. It wasn't a plan B. Um, I started reading Think and Grow Rich. Mm-hmm. And from there, I really realized that there's no plan B. This is it. Mm-hmm. It has to work. So Excellent. step out on faith. I want to just touch on that because um, I'm actually one of the people that tell people not to do that. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you why. Um, only if they don't have, you might have had some bank saved or something. Right. So it that's a whole, a, other, a whole other world. So yeah, she's shaking her head like, yeah, she's trying to jump on a low. No, um, <laughs> not at all, actually. But no, but go yeah. Ahead. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's, that's just my, my view. Um, but some people will say, I'm tired of this and I quit. And they, they're like, oh, what did I do? You know, especially if you have a family and you got people to take care of. You know what I mean? So I usually tell people to really think about, okay, you know, you might have to suck it up for a little bit and, and just start planning. But what I tell people to do is to pretend as if when you're not getting that paycheck. So as if, like, whatever you're doing on the side, your little side hustle, pretend that that money is all you have coming in. And trust me, if you can start to make that shift, you can start to really step it up a little bit. And I had to do that myself, you know, so I know from experience, you know, you, you have to do it. Because if you don't, you're gonna, you're not going to have anything, you're not going to have clients lined up. And you want to have things lined up and, and things coming in mm-hmm. when, you, when you actually leave your job. So um, leave, leave it. And that's, so the, what, best, that's what, the best time is writing that letter. 
resignation <laughs> put on the desk. Oh, man, that's a great feeling. You have a moment you want to share about your... Uh, Let's see which one. Uh. <laughs> you you tried three times, so you might <laughs> have a few. Exactly. I would say so. The point that are we talking about the point that broke the camel's back? Because we kind of yeah. well, well it, it was once up. once you once you've now made this mm-hmm. transfer and you've switched over and yeah. you're in the HOV lane going along, motivated, right. and then you run into like what was one of the more challenging moments you may have encountered in your startup right. mode. I would definitely say kind of going back to Simone's point about having the savings. Because even though you have that savings, when you start to see that number decrease, and you're like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> like, I need uh-huh. to have something to be able to, you know, kind of stop the bleeding a little bit. Um, so, at, But at that point is where you can either decide to go back to what was comfortable or keep moving forward. And that this last time I said that I'm just going to keep moving forward. And as you do that, things just start to co- fall into place. You're able to find your footing. You're able to get stable. And then once you do that, you can launch from there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Right. Um, all right. So let's talk about uh, people that are listening that are resigning resi- their, resi- their resignation. Writing them um, now tonight. Trying to take yeah, it in tomorrow we wanna, morning. We want to give mm-hmm. them a little reality check here. So I want you to, uh, for both of you to share, what are some questions that you think people should ask themselves? Um, to see if they're really, truly ready to be a CEO, because it's not for everybody. Mm-hmm. Honestly, the world no. wouldn't work mm-hmm. if everybody was a CEO. I mean, you know, they, yeah. we do need some people to, to work for us. <laughs> so I want you to, if there, are there some questions that you can, you think that they need to ask themselves? Right. I can definitely say, are you a self-starter? Mm, because if one. you can't control your time and you need someone else to sort of control it for you, this life is not for you. Right. It's not. That's what? a good one. And I think you have to really ask yourself, why are you really doing it? Why do you want to be an entrepreneur? I mean, I think people get a grand idea at their job. Oh, I can do it better than this company. or I can do it better than my boss. And not understanding the full extent and the big picture of it's not just about doing this one job, but there's business management, there's finance, there's um, <laughs> you're everything when you first start that business. And so what are you, why are you doing it? And what are you willing to sacrifice? That's because a there's a huge sacrifice that comes with being an entrepreneur. And if you, if you have a family, it's even larger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if you're solo and young and single, you know, you don't have as many responsibilities, but the more responsibilities that you have, the more people that you have that rely on you, the bigger the sacrifice is. So you really have to ask yourself that question. Am I willing to sacrifice my time, my money, my mm-hmm. sleep, my sanity sometimes, my friends, my family? It's a lot that goes into it. Right. And if you really want it to be successful yeah. and not fail within the first three years, as statistics show, then you have a lot of sacrifice and a lot of risk that you put into being an entrepreneur. Right. right. And to just sort of add on to that too, are you ready to sacrifice your hobby? Because if you are of the are, if you're thinking about turning your hobby into a business, um, you know, are you will you still love it when right. you have to handle the financing, when you have right. to handle the HR because it's gonna become a business. So it's not gonna be something that you can do on the side and do it for fun. Now you need to make money doing it. I so like, it's a different shift in thinking. Uh, I'd like to add something to that. Um, are you able to delegate? Mm-hmm. Uh, and learn how to let go, which is very, very hard for a lot of entrepreneurs because, you know, especially if you're used to doing something on your own all the time, it's hard to say, oh, let me train somebody or let me share um, or teach you. But even getting to that point, it, it, it's, you know, <laughs> you may be delegating to yourself for quite some time right, before right. you even, if, if you get to the point where you can delegate, I want to take that as a step that you're succeeding because now right. you were able to 
retain have someone, or ha- place. Yeah, something. have the resources to hire someone to right, say, right, well, right. you know, even, no matter how remedial it may be, that right. you're going to be paid for these services and for this time. So, right. um, and I want to just also throw out that a lot of folks, when they think about startups, and I know particularly we often think about for-profit ventures, but there are more nonprofits being created nowadays than, than ever before. And um, nonprofit or for-profit, the startup, process is still one that people have to respect and people think oh well I'm, I'm doing this for for the cause and mm-hmm. and that's great you know but running a nonprofit is a business and, and, right. it, and it takes a business plan and it takes strategies and it takes having these skill sets that were mentioned about being able to do it all including the service that you're doing for the charity not just the business side of it and so that I think people really have that calling and I want to go to nonprofit and I'm right. like think about it Think yeah. about it. <laughs> but you know what would be a, a good thing, too, um, to tell people to volunteer or intern or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, help somebody. Because some people go, oh, well, I want a mentor. But one of my mentors told me, don't ever ask somebody you want to be their mentor. Say, how can I help you? Can exactly. I? And then that way you get your feet wet and you can learn and see what do you like, what you don't like. Because, you know, that's that's going to help you learn from their mistakes, learn from their mistakes and also learn from their successes. Yeah. So yeah. that you don't um, so add some value. Were there any other tips or questions you would you would throw out? You gave some really good ones thus far, but any any ones that are just burning in your heart say, please, if I had known this, I would have or if somebody would have asked me this, I would have I would say um one of the things because I do have a business partner is don't be afraid to partner. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes we go into situations or business ventures and try to do it solo. Now, you do have to be able to work with other people, mm-hmm. and there are challenges to that because I had to learn over these past 10 years that my business partner don't work like I work. Right. We we work differently. We handle things differently. We approach things differently, and people are not going to be exactly like you are. So being able to partner with someone and be able to have that relationship through thick and thin, ups and downs, and be able to be open and have that communication is really important. But if you're able to do that and not do this alone, it really helps because some days I don't know if I could do this alone. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, that would be my thing. If you can partner and find someone that you can trust that has um, skills that balance out your skills, then mm-hmm. you know do that. Don't try to do it alone. And, and, and just to highlight, I, you know, the par- I love the partnership idea, but take the time to vet who might be a yes. good partner. Yes. Because just having a partnership doesn't mean, okay, now we're 50-50. If, yeah. if working styles are different, or even skill sets, you know, like mm-hmm. finding someone that maybe has strengths that are your challenge area versus and vice versa, so that way you're actually complementing each other exactly. in the various ventures. Absolutely. I say to do that, not just with partners, but anybody. Employees, interns, I give you a trial. Husbands, wives, yeah, yeah, all that too. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> potential clients. <laughs> <laughs> taking applications. I, I've been yeah. using your line lately. Taking applications. <laughs> the process of 513. <laughs> well, uh, we actually are going to take a quick break. We have we have to come back. And when we come back, we're going to go in a little more depth about some do's and don'ts nice. of really preparing your startup, um, getting ready. And uh, this is going to be heavy. So make sure you guys take your notes. And <laughs> as usual, we'll take a moment to take a break, listen to some tunes, hear some uh, our sponsors pay some bills. Actually, we get my lips wet. We didn't call out Jackson today, so oh, I can't, yeah, even, I can't get, even get my. Get I have to bring my stash. Yeah, it's all, but it's all going to be right back. Own your power radio, real soul and hip hop. Just the way you like it. Pocket full of lint. Gas tank is on E. 
But pride won't let me take nobody's sympathy The only thing I own Is my voice and these keys If you ask me what that's worth I'll tell you I won the lottery, yeah, yeah, yeah So I keep on taking chances Steady making moves Full of so much music I don't know what to do, yeah It's time to be a man It's time to pick and choose It's only two options in this win or lose. Two, three. Cause I'm a rock star, baby. With a brand new Mercedes. Heaven now parked in my heart. Said I'm a rock star, baby. Platinum and gold floating around in my mind. Said I'm a rock star, baby. It's hard to believe. Cause we all look the same in the dark, yeah A rockstar, baby Keep rolling with me And we'll rise to the top of the charts, yeah Dropped out of college Kanye West style Thought I could make it with my looks and my smile I missed his message Somewhere, somehow Nobody gets fed Without opening their mouth I gotta work For this passion I found Girl, please keep me humble Keep my feet on the ground Cause when I blow up I mean, when we blow up There's just no telling was in store for us Two, three Cause I'm a rock star, baby With a brand new Mercedes Parallel parked in my heart Cause I'm a rock star, baby Platinum and gold Floating around in my mind Cause I'm a rock star, baby It's hard to believe Cause y'all look the same in the dark, yeah A rock star, baby Keep rolling with me Keep 
This segment was brought to you by Constant Contact. Learn how to grow your business with the Constant Contact Toolkit. Sign up today by texting OYP to 22828. That's OYP to 22828 to register for the mailing list. Once you're a customer, Coach Simone will contact you and set up your complimentary training on marketing strategies and branding for your email campaigns. Once again, it's Constant Contact, where you can connect, inform, and grow. Welcome back to the Own Your Power Lifestyle Show. I'm Coach Simone Kelly in the living room with Herman Dubois. And um, I do want to give a special shout out to Mike Easy's in the house. <laughs> Mike Easy is new on the team, and Herman finally just met him today, so um, we, we, I'm excited. Why you got a blast from like that? Though? What? I'm just saying. You, you no one needs to know we just met. How you know we didn't meet before? What? You I know you did. Stop playing. I'm just saying. I'm happy oh. that my team starting to meet each other and a lot of hot guys that were coming. Where's, where's Chris at? Where's, where's Chris at? Chris is off today. Oh. <laughs> oh. I gave him off and what? Entrepreneur. Chris, Chris owning my power. On Sundays mm-hmm. and other days. Sunday got to come in on the Lord's Day. Look, <laughs> <laughs> Look you got that day off tomorrow? Day off. <laughs> you, Sunday. No, I, I, I'm here. You on Sunday? Oh, okay. Sometimes. She's in extra delegation on Sunday. Yeah, because um, yeah, we, we, what we do sometimes, we record a lot of shows on the a lot of our hosts have full-time business, so, you know, we're going to make a Yeah, you know, we're going to make a Yeah, you know, we're going to make a Come on, we're going to be, so you All right, back to the show. Today's show is talking about startup success and we have in the house Anne-Marie Sorrell and Latoya Yeah. And, um, yeah, yeah. I've been, do, I've been doing that a lot now, too, because I've been feeling it. Don't do me. <laughs> Alright, so <laughs> I gotta bring the ghetto, you know. Oh, that's. I, <laughs> I, do, I, I do it too, you know. I mean, alright, maybe not ghetto. Don't try to clean it up. Let's, right. let's just go back it's to the hipness. Okay. <laughs> alright, so back to the show. The show, Whoa. we are talking about our success secrets for startups. And um, I wanna do some do's and don'ts. I wanna go over some um, do's and don'ts, and I want you guys to give us some, you know, tips. And I'm gonna chime in as well. And Herman, I'm sure you, can, you have plenty to no, say. No, I don't chime in. I just. <laughs> <laughs> he pointed to the screen case for those who are listening. All right, so uh, as far as having systems in place, what would you guys say about that? How important is that? So important. You need systems. Uh, just from just from a project management perspective, systems for me are very important because, number one, they give you structure, and it allows you to have some sort of foundation so that way you can be creative. Okay. So that way you can have things that are automated, it runs smoothly, and people can know what they need to do. I think a lot of times, especially once you start to get into hiring employees, people want some sort of structure. They want to be able to know what their role is, how they interact. Um, so by having those systems, you can provide that sort of structure for them. Right. I think it's important. And you're not put, putting out fires all the time? Exactly. Like sometimes. That, exactly. that would be a don't. Don't wait till the 11th hour to, to figure something out. You right. Know, um, and it's just easy stuff. Like yeah. having use, using constant contact or base camp. I like don't say constant oh, contact. Don't say that word around here. I did it for. I did it for. Don't say constant contact. That's like crack around here. Yeah. But you know, a they're base camp or whatever. They're sponsors, by uh, the way. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Good yeah. looking out, constant contact. Yeah, they're one of the sponsors. So <laughs> give them a shout. Um, so... Well, what would you like to say about that? No, I think it's very important. Yeah. I, for me, um, 
we didn't have a lot of systems in place starting. Uh, I see the guilt on her face. <laughs> oh, shoot. Oh, shoot. But she was the system. <laughs> I am right. the system. Right. And the backup. <laughs> but as we've been growing over the past few years and hiring people and working with additional consultants on a more long-term basis, um, it's definitely needed. I will say some systems that we did have in place was, of course, like our accounting system, things like that to manage your money. Um, but when it came to project management, customer relations management, those are some systems that we've recently implemented um, that we didn't have in place before. Policies and procedures, we're still working on those as we grow. But if you can start out your business in the beginning with those systems in place, it's a lot easier. Mm -hmm. It's a lot to create a corporate culture that has structure, mm -hmm. um, especially when you start hiring people versus Playing catch beginning. up later. Right. So I, one of the things I would suggest to people, and I think Armand kind of made a joke about this in the beginning, like, you know, do things on your own first before you start hiring people, is as you're doing things on your own, document everything. Document step by step. How do you do an email blast? Um, constant contact email. But no, <laughs> how, do you, how do you, you know, do your proposals? How do you write an invoice? You have templates in place. Like, have a lot of different things as a standard procedure for everything, and that way you're not going crazy. Right, you know? and you're not creating from scratch every time. Right. Absolutely. Right. So, um, yeah, so systems are mandatory, everybody. Listen yes. to that. Yes. <laughs> uh, so what about uh, having a competitive edge? What, what, do you, what would you say is, is some of the things that people need to do um, instead of being a you know, copycat? You yeah, know? <laughs> I mean, you need to know what your unique selling point is. You need to know what makes you different from your competition. If you are unable to sell yourself and position yourself appropriately in the marketplace, how are people going to find you? Why are they going to pick you over someone else? So if you don't know what your edge is, you right. can't really market yourself. You can't position yourself. You can't promote yourself. I think um, also finding what you do to bring value mm. to your customer. Um, because, for example, in the industry that we're in, in marketing, PR, advertising, there's so many firms out there. Right. So what is the value that you bring to your customer that somebody else do not? What additional services can you provide? Um, are you priced competitively? So you really have to look at those different things, especially when it's a market that's saturated with similar so companies. companies yes. So what's the value proposition that you bring to your customer. And, you know, they were talking a lot about sort of what distinguishes them as a, as a company, um, your business, your service, what have you. But can you talk a little bit about sort of knowing your audience? You know, you, both of you oh, made you reference to marketplace, but I think yeah. that, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot of ways to interpret marketplace. Mm -hmm. But even just from a customer service perspective, um, you know, whatever your unique product is, you might, yeah, we're the only one doing this. Right. But if, <laughs> if, the, if the market... Mm -hmm. is not ready for it or you're not positioned in the right way, that could, yeah. you know, be a takeaway, no? Well, that's, of course. That's the biggest, can I just follow up with that? The biggest, um, I guess, pet peeve I have is when people say, everybody's my client. No. Everybody's my customer. Absolutely not. So, <laughs> Every, is, that what the world is, is mine. You have to, you have yeah, to really define you, who your target market is. The, of course. The first thing I tell anyone is create a profile mm -hmm. of who your customer is. You really need to understand. I mean, and it's something that, again, we had to learn because when we started our business, we were about 90% nonprofit organizations were our customers. And now we may work with 10% nonprofit organizations just because of things out of our control, external mm -hmm. factors when it as it relates to e the economy. Getting paid. <laughs> well, <laughs> getting, so nice. Getting paid, the economy, um, and just a whole bunch of other factors. But knowing your customer and building that profile, especially in a service business where you don't have a tangible product right. that you're offering and people can just look at it and look at the packaging and, 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 and taste it or feel it or and buy it, when you're providing a service, you really have to know who your customer is, um, is it a, is it by income? Is it 
you know, their revenue, demographics, <laughs> how many employees they have, is it demographic, um, what's their you? corporate culture, why do yeah. they need you, what it is that you're offering them, what it is that they're trying to offer a consumer or whoever it is. So you really have to build that profile and yeah. stick to it as much as possible. Find a niche. Um, that way you're not all over the place. Right. Um, before we move on, I am such a rude host. I totally forgot to ask you guys if you would like something to drink from um, Jackson's Kitchen. Oh. Jackson's one of our amazing you employees. You had oh, to. sure. Yes. Where's have, Jackson? He's been off for a couple of weeks, so we're bringing him back with a bang. So let me get Literally. Him. Jackson! <laughs> hey, Jackson! Jackson. Hey, hey Jackson. Look a little stiff there, Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> All right. He wasn't really Jackson, moving, moving too well. You. I missed you and I missed Herman. So thanks for coming <laughs> don't, back. Don't put my name and Jackson's um, name in the same missing because guys. people are going to think you were missing us for the same reason. <laughs> Not the case. Not the case. But Jackson has extra roles. Jackson is an employee. For the company. <laughs> Jackson. So uh-huh. You know what? Okay, ladies. So, and you what would you like to drink, ladies? Um. I think I'm going to do a Grand Marnier and ginger beer. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Jump right in, Grand Marnier. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Well, Jackson, mine's a little specific, so it has to be okay. some Patron Uh-oh. with Sprite and freshly squeezed lime. Make that happen. Oh, Make me. that happen. <laughs> Just one lime, half a lime, how many quarters mm, you need? Probably about two or three. Don't over lime <laughs> the drink. Please don't over lime the drink. Okay. You want, you, want, you want to venture out a little bit today? No, 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 no. I had nothing. What you getting? Uh, Malibu with pineapple juice. Uh, what? That's, that's, no, no, no. D- d- let it go. L- that <laughs> is. Like that's 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 her that's venturing. Progress. That's her venturing. Okay, it would okay, be green okay. tea most of the time. <laughs> uh, uh, smoothie. I'm like, come nothing on. Nothing to turn okay. up. Huh? Ain't nothing wrong with it, but you know, we every need, once in a while. Jackson, he just hasn't been here in a while, you said. Yeah, so exactly. I thought you were going to go out for, you know. Yeah, okay, well, that's sure. going out for me. I oh, okay. For sure. Mm. Jackson already know I get what I get. So, you know, they're going to be about to be one of my sponsors. So slow down. Yeah, don't say But wait, name. but we don't know what you get. Thank you. Crown, he does that every day. Some week. crown with a splash of ginger ale. Ooh. Yeah, we need to get crown. Very similar. I don't want liquor sponsoring. All right. <laughs> and they just may sponsor my part of the show. We'll just have it the purple guy. and gold on this side. <laughs> right. <laughs> I have to stick yeah, to my, uh, you know, my beliefs. And then the promotional models over here. Right. And all, all, good. all right. Well, thank you, Jackson. He'll be right back. <laughs> Beat it. Thanks, Jackson. Step on, it. Jackson. Step on it, Jackson. Step on it. Okay. All right. Hurry back, Jackson. Mm, yes. Easy. No, walk out slowly. Come, come. come. Can we, Ooh. Can we? Somebody's been in the gym. Oh, right now. See, this is one of the benefits oh, of being your own boss. You can hire who you want. Right, right. This is why we need an HR department for this camp. <laughs> Jackson can come work all, with us. There's all types of violations going on around this damn camp. Simone has, uh, she's surrounded by Where's really fine men. Where'd you see the rest of the guys on my team? Oh, right. And I don't plan it. It just happens. Right, I don't know. Right, right. Send profile photo with resume. <laughs> I don't plan it. No, <laughs> no, maybe. No, no. Oh, that's so terrible. But that would be funny, but I, I don't know. It's just like, I guess. Mm. All right. Um, welcome to the scene, Mike. No. <laughs> <laughs> First day, that's right. <laughs> Good thing we don't have HR, right? All right, back to work. <laughs> See what I'm saying? So, so, um, that's, so I, I need to be part of your startup systems. HR, <laughs> HR policies, Pink protocol. All around. Pink everybody. everybody. <laughs> all right, so let's talk about customer service, which is a big, mm-hmm. big issue that um, can make you or break you, pretty mm-hmm. much. So what are some do's and don'ts you'd like to add for customer service? You want to go first? You go first. Okay. <laughs> 
Customer service, it definitely goes back to, number one, knowing who your target audience is. Because if you know who you're talking to, you can tailor your language to them. You can have a more, you know, conversational tone when you deal with them, or you could have a more professional tone. So I think from that perspective, you can tailor how you handle them. But then outside of that, you need to have systems in place. Because things come in, and, it's, you know, especially if you're dealing with technology and you're dealing with some sort of a system that a software that people are going to be dealing with, you need mm-hmm. to be able to take questions from consumers if they have the websites down or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you need to have a system in place to be able to handle that. And answers. being able to respond yeah. quickly. Yeah. And having quick turnaround and being very on top of it. Because if you look, you know, a lot of people, not to talk about this one cable company, but a lot of people don't, <laughs> prefer, don't care for this cable company, but they do a pretty good it. job. We, we can talk about it. We can talk about it. They're probably, my, they're probably my company. Right, 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 right. We're just going to leave it alone. They're probably my damn cable company. I can talk about them, <laughs> goddamn it. But they're pretty responsive on Twitter. So they hand Oh, that's support okay. on Twitter. So there's things that you can do to make sure that your customer service is where it needs to be and you take advantage of social media and the tools that exist. Mm-hmm. Right. I would say just as a um, generic because customer service can vary depending on the type of industry that you're in and the business that you're in. Um, but keeping the lines of communication communication open with your customers, um, whether it's through email, phone calls, social media, whatever that is, um, and then keeping your word with your customers Hello. is very, very important. So don't overpromise and underdeliver. Um, don't promise quality when you are not giving quality. Mm. Um, and just self-proclaimed al- quality. <laughs> exactly. <Right. laughs> always be polite. Um, mm-hmm. Always listen to your customers. I think that's a critical part of growing your business is hearing what they have to say and giving them opportunity to provide feedback is really important. Mm-hmm. Right. Especially if, if, if the feedback may not be, you know, yes. what you want to hear, but hear. Right. You know, people have a lot of pride when you're talking about, you know, their startups, my business, my dream, my passion, what you mean you don't like, well, no, I don't like it, but I would like, you know, yeah. be have that tough skin, be able to receive it and just take it in stride. Yeah. You got to be open. I'd like to add to the customer service, especially from the service side is to, Learn how to thank your customers from time to time. You know, do customer appreciation parties, send mm-hmm. thank you cards in the mail, not just an e-card. Like, I do thank you cards a lot, and my clients are like, wow, I got something in the mail. That's not a bill. Wow. You know, so it, do little things to make people remember you, you know? Absolutely. Um, so we talked about team a little bit off and on throughout the show, um, but let's just kind of talk about as far as developing a team to support you. What are some of the do's and don'ts that you can think of mm-hmm. off the bat? Choose wisely. <laughs> and, 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 and Not before, Jojo. If, if I can, if I can ask a, a pre-question to that is sort of when do you would you advise an individual who's now in their startup mode is the right time to start hiring people and then go into the process of how do you hire, how do you go about finding and putting together your team? Wow, that really depends on the business because you have some businesses like, for example, a restaurant. Um, you need to hire people right away. So um, if it's a service business where it's something that you can do on your own for a little bit until you build your clientele, then you have to decide based on growth, your growth projections, um, how quickly you want to grow, how soon you you decide to hire, how soon you can have the capital to support Mm -hmm. the hiring. Because I think the biggest thing is when it comes to building a team is, is it the chicken before the egg? You know, Mm. it's all about resources. So you need human resources, but you may not have the financial resources to support it. So you have to decide (laughs) which one is more important. And do you build the financial resources first Mm -hmm. or do you, you know, are you able to attract people 
Interns, volunteers, baby. <laughs> right, right. Interns, volunteers, or people that can see where you're trying to go that's willing to be a part of it and, and grow with you. Yeah. So it's it's a big challenge depending on your resources on when hiring and growing a team. Right. And I would say, play. too, just looking beyond having employees. The free, it's right. a freelance market right. now. Right, yes. There's right. freelancers out there. People so you don't have to have people long term. You can just have them for a project. Right, for a project. And then if they're in your pocket, your Rolodex, you can just pull them out when you need them for different projects. And a lot of people are going that way anyway. That's a pretty good plug for your business, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's what yeah. you do. Uh-huh. No, she's correct, yeah. though. I think yeah. as, a, and as a startup company, you have to think lean. Like, this is the time where you have to be frugal. If you were a big spender before, this is the time where... Everything, every dime, every dollar matters. So there's nothing yeah. wrong with using freelancers or outsourcing. Um, or commission-based people. Or commission-based yeah. people yeah. or interns, whatever that is. Or to, bartering. Or bartering. Yeah, I did a whole lot of bartering. <laughs> or or Shimon's tactic. Slavery always works for Shimon. She, she <laughs> you. Oh. I let you breathe, so you work. <laughs> but I would say think lean. He always says that, but he keeps coming back. That's what I tell him. I yeah. must be a good slave master. That's right. But, uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's a whole nother show. All right. Anyway, whole so back one. to um, my, I have, a, I have a point I would like to, to talk about. Um, as far as building partnerships and relationships, I mean, mm-hmm. that is to me the number one foundation to be successful in business overall, you know, um, having relationships, you know, being memorable and also um, staying relevant. Um, one of the things I notice a lot of people, they'll get into their own little cubicle or in their, their house and they're working from the computer, but they don't, they're, they're on Facebook and LinkedIn, but that's it. They don't come out. They don't go to networking events. People forget about them sometimes. So I think it's really important. That's the pro is to like get out and network and, you know, stay relevant. Let people know what you're up to. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, what are some of the, the, the negatives or that you can add to that as far as like partnerships? Cause you know, things can go wrong too. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and relationships. I mean, I think the, the biggest thing is bringing your authentic self. Um, to any situation, any potential partnership, relationship, networking, whatever that is. Um, Especially here in South Florida, you find a lot of people who are just not authentic Mm. or who are not serious and committed. They say, oh, we want to partner, we want to work together. But for whatever reason, it just... Nothing happens. Nothing happens. Let's do lunch can only last for so long. It can only last for so long, exactly. (laughs) And sometimes it's about timing. So I'm not talking about the situations where it's timing. I'm talking about the people who... Say they want to work with somebody and really are just not being genuine about it. So you have to be, bring your authentic self and make sure you understand what you're bringing to the table, and you're not just coming to take from someone either. Right. What do you come? What are you bringing to the table? What are you bringing to the partnership? Right. Give and take, exactly, mm-hmm. and not That's just what can I get? <laughs> <laughs> right. And just on top of that too, because with partnerships, you can sort of overextend yourself. Because if so many people know what you do and they like working with you, mm. you can say yes to so many things to the point where you're like completely spread thin and you're just like I can't anymore so you have to sort of mitigate those relationships and have an understanding and be able to monitor your time and what you can you know what you can feasibly handle um, I just just felt that I felt that because I literally had to tell like two people no this month because right and you feel obligated because they're your friend or a relationship I can't because I'm like I'm not trying to promote my own stuff I can't promote your stuff too you know so I'll give you a percentage I mean even though some of these things sound nice it's still not realistic I can't exactly I gotta take care of home first you know (laughs) yeah absolutely Um, so uh, (laughs) what what so just listening to you talk about something and so Um, how, how do you find ways to measure results beyond, 
or I should say before you start turning profit, because I think mm. that people too many times look at results or success based on profit, which is always great, of course. But in startup mode, how do you create these, I guess, incremental benchmarks that allow you to kind of, you know, acknowledge and recognize success in that long term process? Well, I think first you have to set goals. So whether it's sales goals, revenue goals, hiring goals, whatever that is, you set those goals and then you work to achieve them and you measure them every week, month, day, however your metrics is set up. Um, And then make sure you communicate those goals to the rest of your team Mm -hmm. so that everybody's on one accord and know exactly what it is that you're trying to achieve over whatever period of time. Without the goals, you're just kind of out there spinning your wheels. Exactly. Yeah. That's a good one. And the goals will kind of help you, help to keep you on track because, you know, we often want life to be like a train, very direct, very straight. Well, oftentimes it's more of a sailboat ride. You kind of, you know, you have to float a little bit, be a little agile. So if you have those sort of benchmarks in place, you can flex without necessarily completely going off the rail. Mm-hmm. By the way, um, how are you enjoying your drinks? Oh, delicious. Wonderful. <laughs> He's such an expert bartender. <laughs> Turn up. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> oh, who's driving? Who's driving? Make sure. Oh, he is. Right. <laughs> All right. So we, we, we actually um, are, are going to be doing some some somewhat, you know, of a venture mm-hmm. together. Not really a venture, but I'm, I'm going to be a part of something you guys are working on. So yes. tell us about Small Business Week and what's happening in Fort Lauderdale. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, Fort Lauderdale is the new hot spot. Hot spot. <laughs> um, we're working with the city of Fort Lauderdale Community Redevelopment Agency. And for those of you who don't understand where where that is or know exactly where. So if you think of historic Sistrunk Boulevard, if you think of Flagler Village and Federal, um, where all of the new high-rises are, um, just, what is that, north of downtown. Mm-hmm. So um, we are bringing some new excitement, new activities, and we're kicking everything off with Small Business Week, mm-hmm. Fort Lauderdale, which is a seven-day celebration of small businesses. And it's a part of a national initiative that the Small Business Administration actually initiated several years ago. Um, and it's from May 4th through May 10th. Yeah. And so, Latoya, you want to go into details about some of the activities? Sure. So Monday we have our kickoff. We'll be basically kicking off the entire week. Um, we're going to have ribbon cutting. We're going to have a happy hour stroll. We have startup weekend, which happens starts on happy Friday. Happy hour stroll? Happy hour stroll. That you heard that right. Fun. So it'll All be right. fun. Yeah. I don't even drink, but it just sounds like fun. <laughs> Um, let's see what else do we have. So we're talking about Startup Weekend. Startup Weekend is starting on Friday. That is May 8th. And essentially, if you're an entrepreneur or you're a creative thinker and you want to just come and bring your idea and build a team, you can do it there. So it's all about collective brainstorming, collective thinking, coming together, pitching your idea. You can walk out a business owner in 54 hours. And what am I going to be doing? And you're going to be a coach. Helping, it's going to be helping, great. Like, you're going to be working people. directly with the people who are there, the attendees, the registrants. So you're going to help and provide your business savvy and your insight and helping them to develop their ideas. So it'll be good. You it'll all should definitely come out and definitely register. StartupWeekendFTL.com. And SmallBusinessWeekFTL.com. You can also find Small Business Week FTL on Facebook. And Small Business Week on Twitter is SBWFTL. Mm-hmm. So make sure you check it out. Um, all of the events are free and open to the public with an exception to Startup Weekend, which is only $79 right now. If your student is $50, but that include, includes all of your material for as well weekend. for the whole weekend. That's and we feed steal. you for the yeah. whole weekend, breakfast, Whoa, lunch, and dinner. food too? Right. Food too, absolutely. Awesome. Great speakers. It's going to be great. Okay, lots of good stuff. And for our audience that might be interested in learning how they can get in contact with the business side of, of what you guys outside of the week, good point. Um, how can how can they reach you? 
You can my best the best way to reach me is via email. That's Latoya L A T O Y A dot stirrup at gmail dot com. I'm also on LinkedIn. Um, just search by my name, Facebook as well, and on Instagram I'm at E L L E T um, L U V S. Yeah. LT loves. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> and you can reach um, the Mosaic Group at upscalebymosaic.com. That's U-P-S-C-A-L-E-B-Y-M-O-S-A-I-C.com. You can reach me personally um, via Facebook and Marie Sorrell. You can like my fan page on Facebook. And on Instagram, it's A Marie, which is A-M-A-R-I-E. And Twitter. Well- We'll post it on, yeah. on the page. Too. Oh, so so. We're, I'm all over social media. I, my students told me, I also teach at the college, they told me yesterday uh, that if you just Google Anne-Marie Sorrell or Professor Sorrell, all my information pops up. So wow. great. Stalker <laughs> mode. Let's nice. get to stalking. I'm kidding. Nice. Um, but I, thank you so much, ladies, for being here. Um, you're awesome, awesome guests. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for having us on. I'm looking forward to being a part of uh, Small Business Week and, and yeah. helping out some other entrepreneurs with their do's and don'ts. Uh, so definitely um, want to make sure I say the website one more time for, to get to register. It is smallbusinessweekftl.com. Okay. And before we go, I do want to say a special thanks to Constant Contact, who is uh, has been a partner of Own Your Power, but they have just come on board as a sponsor, and they're going to have their own show, um, a mini show, uh, giving tips on business and um, also, obviously, email marketing and social media. But we have an amazing giveaway where you can win a mini iPad mm. uh, this month. You can't win, sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> None of the employees can win. win. I never win. <laughs> so basically, all you have to do is go text us at um, OYP, text OYP to 22828. So that's 22828. Everybody in the audience can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, you text OYP, and then you'll be registered for my mailing list. And then once you once you actually sign up for Constant Contact, you'll get not only a free, a free consultation with me, but you'll also be entered into the drawing to win a free mini iPad valued Excellent. at $500. Yep. Gotta love that, right? Mm-hmm. So make sure you tell everybody, tell your mm-hmm. friends, and uh, we look forward to uh, seeing you next week. And, and yes. hopefully, everybody listening. We want to do a part two of the show. I think um, there's a lot, there's so much more to talk about. Absolutely, oh, so we can have you back. But we can do a, a, a recap of the week and all the lessons learned, the experiences you had. In the oh, I, yeah, I'll definitely. That's a good idea. I know. Actually, I'm good, good once Thank in a while. Once in a while. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, once in a while. All right, well, thanks again for tuning in to the Own Your Power Lifestyle Show. Remember, anything you want is attainable. Own Your Power. You know, you know, you know. It's a hard pill to swallow. When they tell you you're strange, and you ain't hot. But in the blink of an eye, they got on what you got. That means I'm a
Staring, she's fine and she's pretty. 